This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey, gorgeous. Before we get into this episode, I just want to let you know the wait list for my energetic aesthetics training is now open. If you're ready to bring a holistic approach that is grounded in science into your aesthetics practice, this is it. I'll share more as details develop, but for now, add your email to the wait list and be the first to know when it is officially available. The link is in the show notes and over in my Instagram bio at Michaela McLean. But for now, let's get on to the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining me again. I have got a special guest with me here today, Emily Fernandez of GEM. She is a 2-4 emotional manifester with her son in gate 40, and she is a right angle cross of planning. So lots to talk about with Emily, lots of manifester energy, but um, just happy to have you on here. Welcome, Emily. Thank you, Michaela. I'm so glad to finally be doing this. I know we've been Talking about making it happen for a long time, but it's uh, it's time. It's the, the it's finally upon us. This is what Mercury retrogrades are for in a good way, where you're like you're revisiting things that, you know, have just they're they're out there, they're in in the ethers, but now it's time to actually make it a reality. So I'm like, it's not all bad. <laughs> no, definitely not all bad. No, I can go back. I love it. I, I'm like, oh, it's always those things that um, I, the analogy of like, you know, you drop something back there and now it's like turning around to, mm. to go back and pick it back up. And so I oftentimes think that with my, with my retrograde periods that I'm like, all right, let's just, let's just go back and address things that we didn't, we haven't yet. So that's what we're mm-hmm. doing here today with Emily. But I did, I told you before we, we started, I was like, I, when we get on, I want you to introduce you because what you do encompasses so much and so many different branches. So tell, like, explain to people, explain to our aesthetics community here, Gem and the the, um, yeah. the umbrella of Gem. Gem, gem is oh. truly yeah. <laughs> It's a wild place. You want to be in it. Um, yeah, it's something. So when we first initially started, it was Gem Aesthetics, this place for a spa. Uh, I never wanted a spa, but it was myself and my sister as well as my mom. And I was like, no, I'll create a space for you guys to hang out in. And I always said, and not knowing my design at the time, Mm -hmm. I'm going to create the space for you. I don't want it, but I'm going to create the space for you. And I would always be like, I'm in it, but I'm not there all the time. Mm -hmm. And I blamed it at that time on like family, kids, obligations. And I was just like, I have a new baby. I'm going to be at home. And as things started to go, people came to me and said, I want to do what you do. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to, how do I do a facial the way that you do a facial, which I didn't realize was different. It was Reiki infused and crystal infused and energy infused. And in my little tiny corner of the world, in my 3000 person town, I'm book solid providing these experiences thinking that it's, you know, straight up normal. Mm -hmm. That's not normal. And (laughs) (laughs) uh, I slowly started to get really burnt out. And at that time, people are coming to me saying, how do I do what you do? I want to do this. And so I started with uh, skincare classes because I was previously the, direct- the director of education at a beauty school in Toronto. And I was teaching up there before I opened the spa and my, I call it my previous life, you know, the pre-kids, pre-marriage mm-hmm. oh, yeah. life forms. Oh yeah, that, good times. And I said, I can do this. I can put together the skincare class. And so I put together a skincare class and it was literally like 
the hokiest thing ever. We're throwing beds up, chairs up, lectures. I had my uh, great grandmother's, you know, 100 year old projector screen that was like this cute little tiny aluminum okay. thing that worked so well. It was amazing. And we made it work and people loved it. And it was like, okay, we're creating change here. And, and then Gem Academy was born. At the time, it was Gem Aesthetics Academy. And then later on, we rebranded to just Gem Academy. And we developed a whole suite of courses of learning for professionals to learn the side of the beauty industry that I thought was normal. This energetically infused, um, including those ancient modalities, just flowing through this like beauty verse of just ease um, and alignment. And as I got going, I was like, well, now that I have the school and the spa, I need some products. So we created Jade by Gem Skincare. <laughs> and we worked with a formulator and a chemist in Toronto because we don't do anything small. You know, we got to go full tilt. Right, right. And yeah, we uh, we started with the skincare line and created a scent-free, um, fragrance-free, uh, natural skincare line with these people. It started with a moisturizer and then it's now uh, five products that we've created and more on the way, which are super exciting. Um, and then it was like, okay, I want to help more people. I want to assist more people. We're now year seven, eight into this journey. And I don't work in the dream room anymore. Yes, I work with pros, but I want to assist people through their journeys differently, sort of where the academy landed in the space of frequency aesthetics and really reowning and reclaiming this idea of beauty that I realized goes much deeper than just this woo woo you know energy vibes it's a really um a reclamation of remembering of this idea that beauty is a sovereignty and sovereignty is beautiful and the product of wholeness is beauty and we don't need products to essentially define any part of i guess who we are as we take a step back and reevaluate and so We've landed now with this new space and another new launch of this amazing whole skin method community, new courses, new trainings, and all of those really beautiful things. While all of those other creations still exist in their form, we just put the right people in place to make them effortless. I love this. I just everything you said, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. There it is in your design, of course. But but like just to start. You know, I, I think it's like this, it's the task of the manifester. I call them the surrogates of the universe, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. I am the vessel that has been, you know, given the, the idea, the seed, the whatever. And all my job is to kind of like birth it out in the world. It's not for me. It's for others. And like you said, putting the right people into place to let that be carried out is is perfect that's what you're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. so it's so cool because i feel like manifestors um i have one you know my son is one and i have mm -hmm. I have different ones in my life and i see it and i'm like you know one one you guys are a very small percentage of the population it's like maybe around 10 percent, but um that it's hard you know female especially because it's like mm -hmm. just to be this like true creator true mm -hmm. channel and and have um not have like over attachment to things that you know like i said it's the surrogate you know like it's like i'm just supposed to have it and and get it out there and then and then let it let you know what i mean let it be carried let it mm -hmm. be nurtured by by the right people and and for you i mean clearly like this is what you do the intuitive thing but it's like to intuitively know that and like let that happen is just like mm -hmm. pretty magical um 
but even you saying like you created the space like you know for them and like you you know you're cross a planning this is the 30 it's the 3740 it's like <laughs> i just like this is that person that's like i it's not even so much yeah 40 sun and 40 i'm like it's not even for me it's like me doing doing it for you you know like that love and that mm -hmm. joy of like wanting to help people but um i don't know it's so interesting so with the with the whole skin method now mm -hmm. um and because because literally your son and earth you know like very very important they make the channel of community i mean like it's built right into you um what what is what does that community look like mm -hmm. it took us a while to get to this place of actually understanding what a community meant for me because for so long i pushed off this idea that i didn't need one more dependent to need me i didn't need one more person to feed off of me to need something from me and it felt almost exhausting to manage people's expectations until i learned how to do it from the essence of who i am mm -hmm. and it's a queen like energy mm -hmm. you know when i go <laughs> to that like regression it's like I'm here. I'm on my throne. You are a part of it. You have access to it. You too can live in the kingdom of this. And through this reign of these ideals and this um, leadership, essentially, you get to experience liberation and freedom and beauty and sovereignty and wholeness and all of these different ideals because of the way that it is set up that not necessarily that I'm like, you know, detached from the world or from the community but just in a way that to have access to me is a luxury it is pristine to be in this position you know but it is not that i won't go down and garden with you i won't go down you know i'm not saying i won't go down there and plant seeds with you but there's going to be a, a parade on my way down you know there's <laughs> going to be a whole like coming to this place and it's to know me if you do i mean you would not know that there's that essence and that energy there's a bigness to it but there is not an ego to it you right. know it's like we're coming and we're coming and we're going to hang out and we're going to do all these really great things and it's an honor to be able to be here with you and it's it's an authentic you know creation and in that container that's really what it is it's a place to experience the initiations the ideas the surrogacy of the new beauty paradigm as i call it and allow you to exist and create in that and for that you are better because of it you are more aligned you're more uh, purposeful you're more beautiful and whole at the end of the day yeah that i mean that that is that manifester thing is like an an initiator it's like mm -hmm. um you know and i'm over here looking i've got your chart up you know it's like your moon is in 51 it's like that is that is initiation that's waking people up to a new way of being and that being your moon placement that's a driver you are you are driven to snap people out of it you know and mm -hmm. and uh it, it, you know what i mean open their eyes essentially and then manifest their energy behind that is like pretty wild that it's just that's <laughs> like yep yep yep, yep. <laughs> and then the queen like, thing i like dying too when i when i saw <laughs> when i first saw like you know um Mm -hmm. anything coming around this i was like 
that is if for those for those of you now now with my with my course and stuff out it's funny because now i'm like okay people who aren't manifestors will have started to see these things like from like my particular class but like my manifestors they 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 have they have seen it they know i'm like all the imagery that i use in my in my manifestor or type class is like a queen and mm -hmm. it's a lightning bolt like coming down into them. I don't go into detail and I don't explain it because I'm like, I think a lot of times imagery works more effectively just because it's there, it's present. It's like just getting in your subconscious being imprinted. But I'm like, mm -hmm. that's the reason behind it is, is like, oh, this is like, mm -hmm. you know, where you're like, okay, I mean, I'm married, I'm married to somebody from the UK where it's like, okay, there's, there's royalty. You're like, the only person above the queen is God, you know, mm -hmm. there's, there's like no one, no one up there higher. And so like, it's this direct connection. So it's just so interesting that you're like saying that I'm like, Hmm. Okay. I like mm -hmm. this. I like this. But I think too, inviting everybody into that is like really powerful because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't, don't feel like that that's for them or that, you know, they can, like if they can step into that, they can own it. Do you know what I mean? They don't it's, give themselves permission. Yeah. And I think it's really about diving into like who's who or what is the archetype of your soul, you know, and allowing them to experience that as freedom. As we kicked off this month, it was really that theme of like, they're like, how did you, because I told the story of the queen, you know, when I told them the story and they're like, how did you discover that? How did that come to be? And I explained it and, and they said, I want to, I want to uncover that for myself. And therein was like, okay, that's the the gift of this part of the journey for them in that they get to explore that in in that way for what they are, perhaps that warrior aspect, perhaps more of that maiden, um, that nurturing mother, you know, whomever it is that they embody in their soul, then they get to bring that forward and exist in the world and allow them maybe to take one step closer to their truest essence and truest form and it is that part of like by me stepping into this role because it wasn't always easy and natural mm -hmm. and it didn't even come with like acceptance or ease around me or even understanding you know how often growing up it was like you can't be that way and mm -hmm. I'd be like, but I can and I am. And it was confusing. And so there was a whole, you know, breakdown. I say it's like a seven year process of really reclaiming. Mm -hmm. And the more that I got to that point of understanding more about my design, thanks to you and all of the awesome content and the reading we did and all of that, it's like, yes, like this is so much who I am. And it is a part of me. And it helped me to realize that the things that I was hesitant with on sharing with other people mm -hmm. or putting out into the world because it's scary no container no box exists like this you know there yes. are things in that way that don't exist yeah there's other communities out there sure there's other places where you can go and learn but to receive such activation through that learning that is the truest gift of this is that there is that surrogacy of like you get to come along for this you get to witness bear witness to this process and then you get to adopt it into your purest form mm -hmm. and then be like yes this was sort of as i say with each of them that crystalline structure has been activated through these clearings and activations that we do and then it's permission and then it's action it's alignment it's ease there's this like effortless embodiment into their own 
role because if you think about like you know a, a a very successful community or society it's like every single person has a role and is so yes. much in their place and they are doing it with love you know we need gardeners we need at the grocery i always say like grocery store cashiers are like my favorite people you mm -hmm. can check me out you can have an amazing little enlightening conversation with me and you can pack my groceries like they are so necessary to the flow of my day and in that regard, it's like everybody has a place and a role. And so to be able to activate it and to take that energy and for them to understand, it's like, I can make that for me. It's yeah. so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, that that's what I always think too, you know, with, with design is that it doesn't matter what the, like the vessel, like the job is, is like those of us in, in this field is like, well, you've chosen to be an esthetician, but it's the energy that you're bringing. And as you're mm. saying, like the archetype, it's like, that's what you're actually, I'm, I'm always like the provider's the product. It's, mm -hmm. it's like, it, it makes no difference if, you know, I mean, of course, yes, there's skill and that is important, but it's like when you are offering the same or similar things that to the girl down the street and the person over the road and then the next town over, it's like, why mm -hmm. do people pick you? They pick you because of your yes. energy, you know? And it's like the mm -hmm. more that you embody that, and and I think of it as like strengthening your signal, you know, mm -hmm. and not being anything you're not, just being like so, so you times a hundred that that's what's going to draw everybody in. But you mm -hmm. said something, you said something there and it was, it was so interesting. I was like, how, and it's something I made note I wanted to talk to you about was you said it's scary because there's no and I'm like that's that's what it is like that essence right there for a manifester is so different than the rest of us it's like mm -hmm. they're the people out here really working without a net you know like mm -hmm. going going into no man no man land like they nobody nobody's been in this territory before the way that they're bringing it through and um and I think just like the, the truly like the scariness of like, oh my gosh, I am not going to get people's permission for this because nobody, nobody gets it. Like, nope. How, how has that felt throughout your career? You know, of being the person that's like, I'm Oof. like you said, I'm creating this for you, but I don't really even want, it's not even really for me. And just mm -hmm. having to kind of like go first. Mm -hmm. I think I've had to learn through this process because there has been so much, um, challenging there's such a desire and so with not being clear on my energy and my awareness of my setup it easily becomes into this wanting to spoon feed people this information mm -hmm. it's almost like even being the bus driver and picking people up and being like let's go get on the bus get on the bus get on the bus but instead it's like no like get people to do that work for you Mm -hmm. It comes down to like, you couldn't tell people what it is. It has to come across. I think that's one thing that like, I think all manifestors or even just myself, it's like, it has to be felt. Yeah. Because if the feeling for them is real and true, if you can capture the essence of what the feeling is, then you can say less because saying what it is, is scary. When I would write and what I would tell, and I would do all of these things on social media People liked it, but the feedback was that they had no idea what I was actually talking about. <laughs> I, I feel that hard. <laughs> yeah, it was like they had no idea. And I was just like, what do you mean you don't know what I'm talking about? Or my staff and my team would even say to me, like, you need to make that more simple. And I was like, that is as simple as it is in my brain. Like, that is yeah. the most simplest form of it. And so 
I had to recognize that, first of all, people weren't going to be where I was at. And I always have said, like, I am four steps ahead. You know, when we launched our our business, our spa business, it was like we were doing Reiki facials without even calling them Reiki facials. And then all of a sudden, three years later, we move into a new location and the place up the street is like, we do Reiki facials. And I was like, yo, 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 stick in your own lane, do your own thing. But it was like suddenly they could catch the the wave. You know, right like the they were yeah. kind of they were catching it and they were like oh wait and i was like the hardest thing about being a manifester is like being the person to start it you don't always get the recognition for it totally you don't totally. and it is lonely lonely and sad and you will get frustrated and mad and angry because you're like yeah. i created that yeah and that now came you through stole me it like you stole it until you come to peace with like no, I created that and it's going to serve me. And so many people in business, because I've worked with a lot of different business coaches, consultants, and different people throughout my my years in this place. And they would say to me, like, why are you teaching other people this? That's your secret sauce. You should keep it. Yeah. And I said, because I have learned that that's not what I'm supposed to do. Yep. Yeah. I have to share. I have to talk. I have to raise awareness. I get to bring this into the world. I get to bring this forward. But I have to learn to also, through that process, to let go, to allow it to feed other people. And then just even building, you know, one of the biggest things, and I teach this in so many of the alchemy sessions and the people that I work with, is like creating it in the field and allowing it to go outside of you. And we're so good at creating. We're so good at manifesting. We're so good at making shit happen, but we forget to build a loop for it to come back to us. Yes. <laughs> and so remembering to like build a loop to those creations, the things that I birth, build a loop to it. And guess what? I have to laugh. I gave Ash and Alex access to the Evolved Essie's Guide to Energy course that I did mm -hmm. in August last year. I wrote this course. It was like a how-to. It was very like, you know, we're doing the things. This is how you're going to do it. So I said to them, hey, like, you know, you guys have really invested in me. I'm going to invest back in you. I would love for you guys to have these courses. Uh, both of them, like last month, are like, we finally took the course. And I'm like, it is April of the following year. And you're both like, this course was exactly what I needed now. And I laughed because that is the manifestor energy. I created the course in August and suddenly people are ready for it now. This is hilarious because. <laughs> like you're bringing this up you're bringing the two of them up i'm like i wonder if it has anything to do because i said i have homework from emily and like we had we had our session and then i traveled like right almost like immediately after and that you know of course mm -hmm. that i was kind of throw things off because i started my homework doing mm -hmm. my eight minutes of dancing and i was really religious mm -hmm. and then of course you go away and it kind of screws everything up of course and i'm a very and i and i do routine but it was like that hadn't been fully in you know like hadn't become fully part of like my everyday yet and mm -hmm. and i was telling them so i'm like interesting that they went back and watched that because it's like i had said i have this class that i have to, i have to watch this about receiving mode and we are recording this on the last day of gate two and gate two is about it's the receptive it is about receiving and i was like all of this is like making sense like you know mm -hmm. i'm like i don't intentionally sometimes you know certain things you'll intentionally plan but a lot of times it's like oh isn't that a cute coincidence that it's like i'm going to talk to the person who's like who's who's trying to educate me about how all of this content and education that i put out 
is eventually supposed to loop back to me because that's that is something i mean i'll be very honest um and i, I mean i have with you but just sort of like a vulnerable moment like here where i'm like yeah i feel like i'm always in in creation mode mm-hmm. and not in re- the receiving of it and you were like yeah you have to activate your receiving mode so i'm still trying to you know figure out exactly how um you know how to how how to do that like watching it i'm like okay i get what she's saying and i think you know when you're just used to you're used to not or like even mentally like a block of like oh but i but i don't get anything back from from stuff like really feeling that it's funny my um Chiron for me, I have Chiron and Taurus. It's in gate two. And so I'm like, it is this like weird thing about receiving. So anyway, just I don't know. That whole section was just me just having a <laughs> having a thought out loud, but I'm like, isn't that interesting? <laughs> but it is because it's the realness of these like creations, this creation energy that you embody. And I I believe so many of us quit before it gets good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We just we're on and and if we don't create the loops to those things, we're gonna be like, well, that never really paid off. It's like, well, what if it did pay off? We just got out too soon. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's a big shift for us. And so things take time. I think, you know, a lot of these more leading edge, you know, kind of forward thinking processes, especially bringing them into this container of the beauty world as things are shifting or being combated with other messaging that is completely opposite. And I don't want to say contradictory, but just hmm, totally off base to, you know, where we might be landing. And so maybe it creates a bit of that friction, but it eventually it just sort of levels out and everything through that transition just allows like that ease of flow of everything to kind of come back around when it's supposed to i i do believe that i i really do and i love what you just said i wrote it down so many of us quit before it gets good i'm like yep um the founder of human design you know he said of the sacral people so generators and manifesting generators which makes up 70 percent of the population he called us the great quitters because Mm. you know it's like giving up before before like stuff really unfolds you know mm-hmm. and and i'm and i laugh because i'm like i feel that i feel that because it, but it's but it's healthy it's like I, I feel it in healthy ways what i'm trying to say is like i before reality is showing up to to prove to me that everything i've been putting in is like actually you know um mm-hmm. translating let's say but i always think about that in my but i do what i love and i do what i love and there's nothing else that i would want to do so I'm like, to me, like, that's, mm-hmm. that's sort of like the check. Like, it's like, well, then keep going. <laughs> you know? It's like, what yeah. else are you going to do? Don't quit before it gets good. And I think you said something to me in our session where you said to me that, and it's like, I'm going to say the one thing that stuck with me, but the thing that really hits me at home when I'm creating these things, these experiences for others. And you said for manifestors, it really hits home in their forties. You know, like in their 40s, they tend to be successful. It's like everything finally lands at that time in their lives. Because I feel that chasing, you know, like we're a society that's chasing. Everybody wants the next best thing. Everybody wants the secret to six figures. Everybody wants something better than what we have or an experience that, you know, we've dreamed of and the timing of like when to launch it or when to do it. And so having you say that, that like, you know, that time period, whether you're just, you know, 
blindly reassuring me for whatever I needed to know in that moment, it was an opportunity to just sit back and be like, cool, this is still foundational at this time. And there are all these years left, you know, and I look at it and it's like, yeah, I've been creating hard for this for, it's been probably 15 years. You know, I've been creating hard for these things and, and going through these processes. So it's like, how many more years do I get where maybe this, you know, it's always like that. Maybe this is the next best thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. this is going to be the thing that allows me to settle in, you know, for these next little bits of this creation and not saying that I won't create new things, but maybe building on this foundation is really the thing that is the next thing. God, everything you're saying is just so like relevant to me in my life. I was like, you just, there, there's like mm-hmm. a threshold. Like I would say like an invisible threshold that mm-hmm. you're like, I just want to get to that point where yeah. not relax and stop, but, but like, mm-hmm. but just to kind of be like, okay, I can take a breath. Like, yeah, this People are getting it, I think, is 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 oftentimes mm-hmm. how I feel. Um, the but what you're talking about, I'm pretty sure it was it was me talking about the north and the south node, and that you really step into it at 40 plus, which yes. really interesting. As I was telling Ash this the other day, it's really it's really when you have your Uranus opposition, which is mm-hmm. when Uranus is exactly opposite where it was when you're born. Now that's around 40. This is the traditional like midlife crisis. But it's not. And me, I'm 42. I actually don't even have it until 2025 is when it retrogrades and things. And so I'm like, I'm still, still on that South Node end of things. So you're like, life really begins theoretically post Uranus opposition. It's like, that's when you go through this radical upheaval. And so for everybody, you know, you really need to check your chart. And like, I mean, I say check your, people aren't going to know how to do this. I can check your chart. <laughs> so you're like <laughs> when on the day, like when this is actually going to occur. But um, but you have it, and then yeah, it's like you kind of it's like that portal to the second half of life. And and my hope definitely is like, all right, let's oh uh, yeah, let's do the thing, let's build on that. Cause you know, I always believe, you know, Michaela, that like if I can build this through all the shit, and mm. not saying that this is this is the shit, like it's not horrible. I have three young kids. I have a crap ton of creation with my business. I have a team of 10 people that I support, um, you know, that I'm responsible to making sure they have a job at the end of the day. Those sorts Mm -hmm. of things exist. But if I can do all of this through all of this becoming and unraveling and like cocooning, essentially, what is going to be possible when I have the space to just, I know I say freedom, but just to expand, just yeah. to literally like stretch my wings and be like, I can go in that direction. And that was mm-hmm. like one of the biggest factors I think of even like defining like when to have a family and all of those things. I didn't plan or think those things in my life. That was never my, that was never my path. Mm-hmm. I just had babies. So we yeah. got babies. So fine. But looking back on those choices and the timing of what it might afford me is that right now they need a lot from me. Yes. And they will always need me, but in a different way. And I really look forward to being needed from them as adult selves. Like, I think as like an adult mom, I'm going to fucking kill it. Mm-hmm. Me as like a ch- a toddler mom, I'm like, someone get me a nanny, some help, something. Like, the demands <laughs> are high. I love yep. you. I'll play with you, but I can't do this all day long. But there's just something there, I think, that says I'm looking forward to those next phases that these creations that have come to life during this time for me and the 
momentum that gets to come next. The the real enjoy I, I don't know, maybe it's the real enjoyment of them because right now it still is work. You know, it, yeah. it still is work. Yeah. It's a lot of creative work, figuring out what it is, where to go, what are we doing? And getting people on board, you know, and, and trying to not be the bus driver. I don't want to be the bus driver. I, I want to be the queen and I want the parade and I want the celebration and I want to plant these seeds with people and I want to be gardening with them and I want to be in the village and visiting and seeing them and just loving on them and just in that energy. But I want to have enough energy for all of that too. And myself. Yeah. Yeah. And the no, totally. It's interesting. So you mm -hmm. said like the bus driver too. It's like, and that's a, that's a very manifester thing. It's like, you know, the right people with that protective aura it's like it pushes away the wrong people and invites in the correct ones you know so mm -hmm. it just i think it's just a time thing and and again to circle back to even you, you're two four i'm a four one it's like having fours and having the right i can't stress that word enough the right people around you um that it is about quality over quantity and then also the patience of you know, letting, letting as a line four, this is so key. I just, I always stress this to any line four, mm -hmm. knowing that the right people are going to find you through your people and having the freaking patience for that mm -hmm. is everything, you know, one, not, not suffering in networks that you don't belong in. I think that's, that's very key, very core. Um, and then, and then, like I said, just being like, wow, people are meant to find me through my people. And that mm -hmm. is such a <laughs> uh-huh. I just um I just finished some amazing business coaching um with a beautiful soul. And one of the processes that we did through this adventure, we'll call it an adventure because it literally was like a six-month adventure, was to do this inner network guided situation where you literally go in and activate your inner network of all the inner beings reaching all of the people who are meant to be a part of this creation you know and we did it specifically for the whole skin method and launching this community and and calling in the right people to be a part of it because there's so much in the world that tells us that in order to be successful to have a successful launch we have to sell out we have to go big we have to have all of these people show up for us and for me, it was understanding that the first wave of people was going to be extremely manageable. They were going to be extremely on board, very supportive to this energy and how important that is to this new big space that I'm going to hold as a manifester for them. Mm -hmm. And that I'm so grateful that this just wave of people showed up. And I know that there are 40 more behind them and there are 60 more back behind those people and that my inner network operates more like a phone tree than anything else. Yes. And so all it is is calling somebody up and letting them activate that phone tree. And I literally see all these little crystals on this gigantic tree just activating, reaching all the right people. And even in the Evolved Essie's Guide to Energy, there's there's a method there that we use to be, as I call it, the lighthouse meditation to call those clients in to your sacred spaces and bring them into your practices and to bring them in and inviting them in because sometimes it's really just about having permission energetically through the feelings of things to be welcomed in and to be carried through to those places and spaces. Thousand percent. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> the phone tree. I love that. I love that. Because <laughs> I've, again, I'm line four. I feel that, you know, mm -hmm. 
it's 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 it, i don't want to say hard like i always joke with other fours i'm like it's a blessing and a curse you know we're not technically meant for strangers and i and i feel that um just never been that person and once i know people mm -hmm. you know then it's like oh this very close intimate connection it feels really good and then and then it's just like letting letting your people kind of i don't want to say do the legwork for you but it's like but they love you and they love what you're doing and they love what you're about and let them mm -hmm. help spread that um mm -hmm. but but it but like i said it to me again doing something very different like you Mm -hmm. it's it's like truly the patience of it it's like you have to wait for even the people that love you to get what you're doing so that they yes. can get excited about it and i'm like this is what yes. the last however many years of my life has been and now mm -hmm. it's like oh are we finally getting some traction mm -hmm. please yes. my god <laughs> um it's coming it's coming <laughs> yeah 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 um <laughs> let's keep let's keep thinking that um <laughs> The, the well so on that note like what do you do to support yourself through through all of this you know because mm -hmm. the like i said the manifestor is kind of like their own thing so what do you energetically do what do you rely upon to mm -hmm. to take care of yourself and and help make all of this happen i think also is like a pro two four profile that two is the hermit so there's a there's this like tendency like yep my people but also leave me that <laughs> leave me alone let me just yep let me hermit you know yeah. yes. <laughs> and and on and off i guess that's the other thing too sorry to throw all of this in and i'll just let you talk but it's like manifestors mm -hmm. i i jokingly kind of say it's like there's that manicness to it you also have the the emotional wave that is well you have two emotional waves but one of them is like that it's like it's on or it's off um mm -hmm. and that's very manifest energy it's full out or flat out and and i go back i always circle back and i say what did i say surrogate for the universe you don't go around pushing babies out every single day you know you have a baby and then you need to recover you have a baby and you need to recover and so i'm like how yeah like mm -hmm. all all of those mm -hmm. things together like what do you do? What does Emily do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's tough. I think that's a big, we'll call it like a big scary part of it mm -hmm. is that it is um, trusting that those creative urges as they're referred to will roll around again because you birth something and you then you literally feel dead. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like thinking about today, honestly, Michaela, and I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to hop on this podcast because three weeks ago I birthed something and I still don't have my words back. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to be able to talk today. Like I hope to God my words arrive and they match my, my passion and my intensity and all of these things because I just haven't found myself on because I've been really over people-y and I've been in <laughs> demand and socially everybody wants to talk about what I'm doing and where we're at and we just closed we had two spa locations so we just closed one and so everyone's like how are you doing what's going on and I was like I'm awesome that was so good for us like I'm so glad right. we did that right like I'm okay but everybody wants to talk about it and it's like I just want to walk around the t-shirt and be like we are good I'm great <laughs> thank you but taking care of myself looks like a lot of rest you know a lot of like I work from my bed that is the biggest flex I have is being able to work from my bed yeah. and everyone's like you know I shouldn't say everyone 
my husband, God rest his soul. He is just, um, he's a Manny Jen. So he works very differently than I do. Yeah. And there are times where he's like, you're busy today. And I was like, yes, I have all of these things I want to do today. But if within that is a time to just rest, time to just put on frequencies, time to just lay down and recharge my energy, time to do absolutely nothing is so important for me. And it's something that I was so deprived of learning more about my design mm -hmm. because I recognized that this like nothingness was actually so key to my creative nudges, my urges, my filling up my times where I have to go and I can't work on demand. That's why I don't work with other people or, you know, for other people essentially, because I can't be told when to work, when to yeah. go, how to do it. You know, that doesn't work for me. I can't be like, Hey, we have a deadline and you have to pump out these three projects by Friday. That's not me. I pump out three projects when I want to pump out three projects. Right. And so it's very, very restful. Um, I will not lie. It's just, I rest like that is I, if I could say like, how do I fill myself up? I rest. I go to harmonic egg sessions. I will go for a massage, but I also had to watch those things in my life because they started to become to-do list items. It was like, oh, mm. it's, you know, wellness Wednesday. And all of those things started to become another thing that I just did. It lost its intentionality. Mm. And so more so now it's like when I feel it's usually the same day or the you know, the day out, the day before that I'm like, oh, I really could use this. I should see if there's an opening. You know, that mm -hmm. was really it. And I've gone into like a really funny phase lately. And it's um, something that I, I, I try not to beat myself up against. But, you know, I used to have a really awesome gym routine, Pilates. I would go and do Pilates. I would go and lift weights. I would do all these awesome things. And I just don't feel called to be in those places anymore with those people yeah yeah it's just not it it's like it's just it became a people thing where i was just like i'm not there so i'm gonna go and i've lost a lot of my routine truthfully a lot of my routine has escaped me again and i've just gone back to like i don't know what i'm doing i'm just laying in bed <laughs> <laughs> i but that's ideal that is so ideal for a manifester i mm -hmm. love it um i'm like mm -hmm. you're not a gate five person anyway you're gate 15 which is the extremes it's like it changes you, you might go hard on something for a while and Ugh. letting it be it, you know honestly as people would know me in my life they're like she is such an extrovert she is so bubbly she's so personable she's so chatty she's so this but then i go home and i just collapse like i'm just like i'm going to bed now and i get excited when i'm like oh everyone's leaving me or the kids are going to bed early and i'm like oh i just can stay in this quiet space by myself and even if i do do nothing you know it really brings us back to that message of like how are we being today you know it gives me that chance to just be and allow myself to just exist that's it yeah yeah my goodness oh and the being the being yeah. is everything i mm. we are not human doings we are human beings yeah and that's mm -hmm. and that's that on that <laughs> mm -hmm. yep straight up what do you um what it, what does it actually look like inside of the you're like everybody wants to talk about this but i do want to talk about this because that's what we're here to do but mm -hmm. what does it look like inside of the whole skin method like say i'm in a i am an esthetician i'm an esthetician 
And I'm so interested in what all this is about. Like, what does somebody find inside of the community? Yeah, what a cool space. So the community is essentially our, the way I define the future of the beauty industry, which is the new beauty paradigm. It's a space where we receive monthly activations and clearings of energies. And so for most estheticians, they enter into the Whole Skin Method community through our courses that previously have existed with GEM Academy. Mm -hmm. They're now all under the Whole Skin Method umbrella. And so likely they've taken maybe a modalities training because they wanted to learn more about the ancient modalities that they can incorporate into their massages or just about a more, you know, holistic wholesome approach to skin health in general like i find a lot of basic programs just weren't explaining or teaching the hows and the physiology of why and there was just a lot of gaps so that was a really foundational program that launched and then it was like my little baby that i birthed into the world called frequency aesthetics and that's where a lot of estheticians find us now is they show up because they're like i have all of these things that i have learned and I have all of these modalities and maybe they've discovered energy work or Reiki or, you know, healing hands or crystals. And they're like, I want to incorporate more of that into my practice. Mm -hmm. And so we welcome them to this frequency aesthetics container where it's like, come and learn how to really tap into that intuition, find your own frequency, turn on receiving mode, um, activate your true intuitive embodiment so that you can actually heal the skin stories that exist for your clients because i believe that our view of skin sometimes gets narrowed down we're told that things exist because of three factors four factors we can solve it with these solutions and yet if we recognize the multi-dimensional approaches to beauty the multi-dimensional beings that we are the outdated system that exists through the miladies textbooks and trainings and all of those things <laughs> no longer serve us okay one lady wrote a textbook a long time ago and miladies right <laughs> miladies wrote a textbook <laughs> <laughs> and that's just where we've landed in this industry is this just narrow view of let me tell you what to do yeah. and give you a process give you a structure and give you a form and then I show up and I'm like screw it all no structure no form but there's this really cool way that you can begin to access this part of you that is a part of you because you exist because you are a part of the universe you are an intuitive being and you can reclaim this intuitive part of you and you can allow that to lead this uniqueness of essentially what you said earlier but why do people buy you yes they buy the unique parts of you but who are you really and who are they mm -hmm. buying and then how do you find the best skincare programs for your clients how do you Put that together how do you take all of the modalities you have and you have maybe 20 options that would be amazing for this client but you don't know how to make a program out of it well in frequency aesthetics with the charts and the pendulum we can teach you how to do that and then from there it was like okay these people showed up i blew their minds because i had no idea how mind-blowing it would be for them to experience their their wholeness, their essence to be, you know, asking them to look at aspect work of themselves, ask them to look at maybe some ways that they carry some emotional trauma or that their emotions aren't regulated or nervous system regulation is not something that is prioritized. It was like, I blew their minds and then I left them. Mm -hmm. And then the whole skin method mm. community became <laughs> the place 
where they could continue to stay connected to this energy, that they could continue to evolve through these themes, these ideas to be supported, to dive deeper into these ideas of who they are and what they brought to the table, but not in a way that we're telling them how to work. We're right. showing them their essence of their own being and how to extract that through their own embodiment first. Because I always say, if you want to serve in a higher realm, then you first have to live in one. And so many people in the aesthetics world want to serve in a higher realm, but they don't know how to embody it for themselves and therefore it is empty it mm. is not authentic it is not from a place of wholeness but i believe that the most whole parts of us are what makes us beautiful that that journey to wholeness is beautiful and it is the gift and that the solutions that we are going to have in the future are not going to exist inside of a a, a bottle or a product or a service it's in really reclaiming and treating people as the energetic crystalline beings that they are so if y'all could see my face right now i'm like yes good Jesus! I'm like I'm like looking through my fingers, like I'm like watching a movie. Like she's peeking. She's like, no, because the whole people. Okay, so mm -hmm. I could go off on this, mm -hmm. and so many. I mean, you gave me fifty different talking points right there, but I'm like, people I know. Sorry, the cool shit, right? This happened to me a number of years ago when I was still in the treatment room, and they're just like, "Where can I buy the kit?" to do what you do yes. and you're like no you're not going to get there through imitation you're not going to get there through like you have to, like you said you have to be living in that space and i see this all the time mm -hmm. because now mm -hmm. like you said people reiki facial it's like all this stuff is looking cool i'm using air quotes here mm -hmm. um but and I, and and this is not to dog on anybody if you're attracted to it awesome you need to get inside of these things you need to start learning these things you need to you need to actually embody it um and mm -hmm. not just like okay just me slapping a crystal on on somebody's forehead means that i'm i'm doing you know what i'm saying you, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and um tapping into your own gifts even and and so it's so wild oh, Jesus. i'm like okay where do i even start i can't i can't with mm -hmm. all this there is nothing outside of anyone that is going to save them from themselves. And no. so many times people come to my classes thinking that they're just going to learn about facial cupping or gua sha yeah. or Ayurvedic um, you know, therapies like Kansa wands. And they're thinking that that is going to be the thing that takes right. them where they want to go. And this is the problem with the system is like everything is outside of ourselves instead yes. of this inside. And it brings that awareness. It's just... It's a perspective shift. It's an awareness totally. shift that there's nothing outside of you coming to save you from yourself at the end of the day. No, I, this is, this is the part too, that I think where to me, I'm like every, so everything you, you said, you know, was like, mm -hmm. I'm like, this so relates to design to me and how I see it for estheticians as well. Or I'm like, mm -hmm. You get activated. I'm like, when you said you blew their minds and then you left them, I'm like, I had to write it down because I was like, this is what I do to people, <laughs> you know, or you're like, and then bye, <laughs> you know, yep. and they're like, wait, what? I, I need more of this. But um, I, mm -hmm. Ash and I were talking about this the other day. It's like, well, I mean, I talk about this constantly because of stuff that I'm wanting to teach and bring through and stuff. But I'm like, I look at charts and I'm just like, oh my gosh, if somebody actually was aware of like where they, 
intuitively, empathically are feeling into other people. And it's not necessarily the emotions like a person might think, or it's like, you know what? I have these specific intuitive gifts coded, literally coded in my chart. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. I, they don't know it. So they're like, but wait, the ghost doesn't come and talk to me. And I don't have these visions. I'm like, no girl. Cause you receive it through your sense of smell or you receive this through touch or you receive, you know, like everybody is so wired so differently. And then, so like one, to realize that, to, to activate it, to wake up with, up to it and then strengthen it, you know, turn it up. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm not worried about like that, that I don't get visions because I know I receive it through my sense of like feeling through the aura, through this, through that. Um, and then it's so powerful. You're like, I, cause I agree. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to do things for people. Like I want to teach a man, to, you know, like teach him to fish, like <laughs> so that you can understand how this like works for you and everybody around you, because there is no one size fits all at the end of the day with the design. It's like, there's literally no chart exactly like yours. So mm -hmm. how can I give you a modality? Right. When it doesn't work that way, you need to learn how the whole thing works. It's holistic. And that's why that's right. And that's why the frequency of sex charts work. Mm -hmm. in the treatment room it works for our clients it's because someone's going to come to you with acne even let's say and you're going to be like well what i know about healing acne that worked for my last client or even what i was taught in school or even what was on my training with this product line or even in a different class i took on acne they said all of these things were real and true but that client is experiencing something that you've never come across before. And so your limited narrow point of view has distracted you from being able to be open. And so instead it's like, here's all the options that are possible. And now let's allow that in that the body to become a clear channel for that information to either be as well, not just articulated with a pendulum through the movement of it's a muscle testing technique essentially, um, but allowing it to be also added to through vision through knowing through other ways that you are going to receive more information that deepens that intuitive sense of what it actually is that takes you to that next level i have a knowing and as soon as it comes it is just like boom 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 and i'm just going to tell you flat how it is and everyone's like where did you get that and i was like well, i don't know it just came to me right and that's just three of your channels are individual circuitry which is about knowing it's clear it is clear. very clear. clear as day. No, no freaking clue how yeah. I got there, but it's true. Nope. <laughs> nope. The things I know, and I'm just like, I just know this to be real and true. And that's part of the gift. And I think, you know, so much in the ways of the ways of looking at the work that I do and people saying, I want to do what you do mm -hmm. is just teaching them how to be so self aware, so self-embodied, so um, interested in learning more about who they are, no matter what route they take and how many ways they explore it in different schools of thought, just to be resonant with that information just is my job. You know, I just want you to be as well-informed about yourself as I am. I'm telling you, like the parallels you know, between the stuff that mm -hmm. you say and what I, you know, the stuff that I, I do, I'm like, yep, 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 yep. Just makes all the Actually, sense in the world. 
Ashley always said we would just be two peas in a pod. So. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Thanks, Ash. I know, I know. I know. Um, it's wild. It's it's so wild. And and this is where it gets so interesting because you're like, yep, it's different puzzle pieces too that are like fitting in. It's like it's it's all the same picture. It's like saying the same message. It's just like another another piece of it, you know, dropping in and 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 coming together. But yeah, man, I just see some, I see such cool stuff in people's charts that it blows my mind. And I'm like, man, you have no idea that these, that you're gifted in this way. Most people, you know, then there's people like you that are like, yes, girl, like, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, but so many people just have no clue. And then, and they hear it and it's like, bing, like, you know, the light comes on. Yes. And then it's, it's so like, okay, run, go. Yes. And I believe that this huge part of this messaging is something that I've always been super grateful for because I was, I remember I was mentoring and I hope I get this right, but I was mentoring a group of young girls at a, like a junior achievement society situation and they were all choosing their careers and they're all chasing an almighty dollar or a stature or, you know, I want to be a doctor or a nurse or a this or a that. Um, but they don't recognize within themselves whether that would be it or not it you know yeah. and it's like before people told you who to be and what you know what to do you know my biggest thing was like don't tell me what to do i don't want to be told what to do i don't tell me how to act or how to be you <laughs> know you have to figure out <laughs> yeah i know real strong here uh it was really about like who are you yeah you know before it was like what you should do with all of those things and that's the problem if you ask me with like the generalized education system is like yeah. it is we're going to tell you that you have to do all of these things to become something, but we're not going to allow you or afford you the opportunity to actually figure out at the core of who you are, what makes sense for you, and then honor that and create a, a career from it. Right. You know, I always took a path that was like, I wanted, and I straight up said to the guidance counselor in grade 11, what did everybody else come in here and say they wanted to do with the rest of their lives? Because I don't want to choose that. And she looked at me with these like wide eyes, like, what are you that's talking awesome. about? And I just knew it. Yeah. But that's a part of it. Yeah, whatever that is. What what did you want to be when you were a kid? Before everybody oh got everything. Everything. So like as yeah, I wanted to be a teacher, of course. And then yeah. I was like going to school for business. I was a math lead in high school, so I was going to um I was going to become, uh, I was going to go take math. I was going to study math and economics. Too funny. Oh, yeah. And then I was going to be a dentist. And then I actually went to school for coaching for figure skating. So I screwed off. I took university level courses here in Canada. That's how it works. I took university level courses and I was a, you know, honor roll student, you know, achieve, achieve, achieve. And I graduated high school with a 90 average. And then I went to like community college and everyone was like, what, what was that all about? You were on track to like be a doctor. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do what makes me happy. So I love coaching skating because I was a international level figure skating athlete for a period of my life there and um that was what made me happy and i went yeah. to school for coaching and sport development for figure skating specifically so that's what i studied um and i learned a lot about skill analysis and correction and yeah. those are still some really foundational things that like i put into my life in the skincare world and in my teaching world and all of those ways that i work with others so it was cool 
That's actually so cool because I'm like, your unconscious son is in 16. And I would think figure skating is going to be exactly like it, how I see it because I have 16 as well as ballet, where it's like rinse and repeat. And it's about perfecting and re refining and aligning over time and just being like so devoted mm -hmm. to your craft. Like with mm -hmm. kind of like throw caution in the wind. It's just like this this thing rules me till I be I become it. You know, I love I freaking love that gate. My so kids asked me yesterday, they said, Mom, because they're like multi-sport kids. Like mm -hmm. they do everything. A little hockey, a little figure skating, soccer, golf, yep. basketball. I'm like, you guys are amazing. Uh, my my son says to me, Mom, did you like basketball growing up? And I was like, No, I was just a yeah. hardcore figure skater. Yeah. And he's like, What? He's like, You didn't do anything else. I'm like, no. Nope. No, I did not. I was just a figure skater. And that was like the only thing. Like that was the only vision I had. It's like this is so what I do. Oh, interesting. God, I'm like, I wonder, I gotta find out from other 16 people if they relate to that, because I really do. Like with ballet. Mm -hmm. It's like, nope, this is this is it. This is it like i don't care about anything yes. else you know but i also have mm -hmm. other other things in my chart that are like very kind of like obsessive you know i'm like the way i am mm -hmm. about human design is the way i was about skin i was like very few things because mm -hmm. you know it's funny i i was asking that question about like what did you want to be before people told you as for me i wanted to be a doctor and but i'm like really mm -hmm. what i think it was is like i wanted to be a healer you know mm -hmm. like i wanted to help people like that's what i would always go around saying and i'm like oh huh. but it's only talked to us in that world as like it's inside the box like yeah if you want to help people you're a doctor or a nurse like that's what you do yeah. if you are good in science like i was great yep. in physics now i do physics work but it's a little different mm -hmm. but if you were good at science you became these things and if you were good at this you became these things yeah these and are the only options right but like imagine like a fully opened opportunity for someone to just be like i want to explore you know more myself and so i just yeah i think there's a whole new world you know if i could get my hands in that system man they'd be in trouble right <laughs> like don't even know where we're gonna go oh you well and that's the thing too it's like you have your you know your north node in pisces in the 10th house and i'm like yeah like this is this is the direction all of it's going you know i think that's so kind of circle back to when you said that thing about 40 plus i'm like that's it it's like the career the 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 how you're seeing thing is in this very you know as a pisces myself this very kind of like mystical spiritual like everything is everything kind of a space and world and and like that's that's what what's meant what you're meant for what's meant for you mm -hmm. so yeah it's i always said like you'd find me on like the top of the mountain peak and it would just be like a little tp up there with like smoke rising from it and it'd be like there's the medicine woman like oh she's back she's crazy like she's out that way and like that's just mm -hmm. what it would be you know like that's just where you would find me so it could still happen well i mean that's the thing is like we're you're still on this on the first half of the half of life so you know, like it's not even there yet. Um, to kind of switch gears a little bit, like I'm just so curious. What are what you know? Because it's like, all right, we're both of the mindset of like the beauty industry is like, you know, like the future of it is different than what we've been experiencing in the past and all of that. But like, do you have any products and procedures or things that you really do enjoy yourself? You know, like to to have. I know you have a product line, so. You know, mm -hmm. is there anything that you're like, oh I my gosh, this is my sorry. Go yeah. ahead. 
No, no, keep going. It's good. Uh, yeah, I definitely cannot live without our copper silver moisturizer called Halcyon. That's like my, if I was stranded on a desert island product situation. Uh, my skin, actually, I have a, a whole story off my skincare journey, but being extremely sensitive, mm -hmm. I cannot tolerate a lot of fragrances. I can't tolerate actually a lot of like plant-based essences, which is so weird for someone who's super holistic in that sense. Right. Um, but a lot of plant-based products, I have a seasonal allergy to everything outside so a lot of those things that have pollinators associated with them or pollen even it's like good luck you will likely react to it it's so wild yeah uh, so there was challenges there in making that product line but i would say um that copper silver moisturizer it contains um just a real light fluid texture to just balance out the skin in the most beautiful of ways and it's adaptable for everybody being that it is scent free i mean everyone's husband gravitates towards that product and people say it's that thing that just changes my skin instantly but the whole part of the product line is like cultivate your essence it's not about necessarily the product it's the frequency of the products and right. the messaging behind the products that is going to just create a very stable easygoing um you know situation and my like transformational product when i need like my SOS, I need some help, um, is most definitely our vitamin C. So we formulated a vitamin C with volcanic ash, niacinamide, and vitamin E. Mm. And so it is just a super, uh, yeah, it makes your skin feel super tight and plump. It looks super even. Everything just starts to like disappear in that sense. Um, you know, the pores, the textures, those sorts of things. It's one of those like real skin saviors if you ask me and then as far as like modalities man you could facial cut me until i was uh you know just passed out sleeping it's one of my absolute favorite things to experience facial love cupping that. yeah yeah love that, love that. so good but what's your um what's your favorite crystal mm, definitely fluorite and oh. this has been my favorite crystal forever and i will remember the first day that i laid my eyes on it and i didn't take her home um i was super fortunate that there was a crystal lady literally like two blocks from me and i would just go into her space and just explore and i remember seeing this palm stone and it was this green fluorite with the beautiful purple bands running mm. through it and a little chunk of clear and I was just like, oh my gosh, I love it. And I left without her and I had to go back and get it. And from that point on, my obsession with fluorite just began and it just kind of kept going. Um, but yeah, it was always fluorite. Every time everyone would be like, oh, there she goes with her fluorites, you know, crystals. I just always had to have fluorite. I love, I love fluorite is so cool. Um, mm -hmm. and so, so versatile, like all the different, you know, kind of color variations and, mm -hmm. and all of that. I, uh, so, I mean, it's one of, it's one of my Pisces recommendation crystals too, which I have to laugh because mm -hmm. you and your Pisces North node. So I love that. Um, <laughs> too cute. Um, anything else? Like, I'm like, Hey, we, there's a lot of questions I have, you know, and it's like, Oh, well, we sort of answered all of those as like, we went along, but, um, you know, anything, anything about even your design, actually, let me ask you that, like anything about your design specifically that you're like, yeah, this really, you know, jumped out at me. Um, I mean, again, we've touched on being a manifester and different things like that, but anything that's ever really like stuck with you, that was, that was significant. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it was that North node yeah. movement, you know, that was a big, a big reassurance. I think in a world where we live in, where everyone's just trying to get to that, like next 
thing. Um, and really understanding, you know, even that two, four aspect of the profile was really just a permission piece for me to just accept that I am not meant to be on all the time because a yeah. part of my life prior to understanding my design was so much about being on being this vocal life force, being this like overly stimulated, extroverted energy, because that's how people saw me. Mm -hmm. And that four was big and it was like there, but then it was always met with this like hurtful resistance of like not really fitting in, right? That stranger yeah. danger definitely exists. Yeah. And they weren't my people. And mm -hmm. I, I didn't understand that for a long time. And so that two, four aspect really allowed me to be like, no, it's okay to go through those those waves and it's okay to not go to the party it's okay to have FOMO it's okay to just want to be there and just even want the invitation right <laughs> just invite me to the party I'm likely That's not I mean. going to come yep. but just let me know that like you thought of me that like I was important to you I was on the list and if I choose to come great I must be feeling you know, like I've rested enough, but also then knowing that how to plan, you know, how to plan my life around those sorts of ebbs and flows that there's a lot of things I can't plan for, but yeah. there's a lot of things that I can have control over that. If I know if I have to go be a four today, then I will I can be a little more tomorrow. leading up to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Two ahead of time to tomorrow. I'm laughing too because I'm like, not only that, and you have the channel of openness, which is what makes you an emotional manifester. And that's the one that's like, you know, when I'm on, I'm on. And when I'm off, I'm off. And I have to be in the mood. And that's one of the, I should ask mm -hmm. you about that. You know, it's like, it's it's just such a huge thing for people to really accept about themselves. Um Again, I think you do a good job of it, but a lot of people that don't know it, you know, and then they're like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. yeah. Cause I'm like, you can hop on and, you know, be like, oh, I should do this or I need to be face to camera. I need to be talking. And then you're like, or go to the party or do the thing. And then it's like, but I'm not in the mood. And you're like, at the end of the day, if you have that, you're not doing anybody any favors. Like no one, no one is going to receive your message. They're not going to be on that frequency with you. And it's like, you're not in the, you're not in the place for it. So you can't expect anybody else to receive it. So I think that's so powerful yeah. when you know that you're like, okay, I'm going to own that. And I'm going to be like, mm -hmm. when I'm on, I'm on. And when I'm off, I'm off. And I'm not going to force myself to, to be any different than that. It's such a gift to understand that, you know, and the permission to not judge it. And that's where I think everyone gets kind of stuck in it yes. is judging it and judging themselves for it. And then not living up to that generator idea, even sometimes of like, we just keep her going and we just, you know, mm -hmm. we do show up or we do do those things. I, I'm not there, you know, and it's a very delicate dance and it still comes with judgment from those who are closest to me. You know, they yeah. still don't exactly understand it, but I've become more and more okay with that's just for me. Like, it's yeah. not about you and right. I'm good. Right. I'm good. And I, you know, <laughs> my husband always says like, why are you walking around with resting bitch face when you show up to soccer or when you show up to this thing? Or why are you walking around like, you're so miserable. And I'm just like, because I'm just attuning to my like environment and the overwhelm of all of these people around me is yeah. a lot. And so I'm okay. I'm good. And if you ask me a question, I'll likely respond very kindly because it doesn't mean anything, but there's right. just this like inside I am inside. 
Yeah. Unless I want to go and I'll come running up to you and super excited, happy to see you. But otherwise, like I am just inside because I can't be on when I show up to something. And because I used to do that, it used to be like, well, I get out of the car and it was like, I'm going to grin fuck everybody today. I'm going to put my smile on. I'm going to go do my thing. And it took me so far out of my energy that I didn't have anything left to create with. I wasn't, I was miserable. Yeah. Yep. 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 You're trying to so hard. Oh. oh. Yeah, God, that's so good. And you need to you need to be able to go into the void and and just the quiet and and the retreat, and that's mm-hmm. where you actually like are able to create from. I mean, it makes all the difference. But I know when you, when anybody gives themselves like you learn your design, you're able to like accept yourself. You start to love yourself. You start to appreciate yourself, and then you're like, wow, I don't need to judge any of these things. I'm just mm-hmm. going to like, move with them, flow with them, and um. It's amazing. I don't know. It's so comforting. I'm always like, it's so comforting. Yes. It's so helpful. It is. I'm like, you know, I laugh because someone said to me, like, how long? Sorry, they said, how long did it take you to like put this community together? And I said, it took me five days. Like, it was literally a five day project of launching an entire Kajabi community and mm-hmm. launching everything and putting it up and getting it all done. And someone else said, it took me five months to launch my community. And I was like, yeah, I had to like really rest hard for that sprint right right and it was a sprint and it was like hey let's do it and now i'm still recovering like i said three weeks later we're still recovering because it takes that long sometimes yeah and it's okay you know you can't beat yourself up over that recovery period and we don't know how long those recovery periods last and we don't know when the next urge is coming but it doesn't mean that we don't work it just means that we don't grind like my day maybe can be two or three things you know there's no grind there's no hustle it's just like we'll see what today brings. I have one or two things on my list of things to take care of. And then we see if there's other things on that back end list that's going to get done Yeah, eventually. Well, and I think too, what you just said is like, I put it together in five days and I'm like, but what was the incubation period prior to that? Right. It's like the realization, right? Incubating prior, uh, recovering post it's it's all the Mm -hmm. quiet periods and people only ever think of, and they only see like the, the grind. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not that's no that's a very small portion of of the whole of the whole project so um that part's easy that output yeah. is easy right yep. when it when it's all ready and it's it's like the energy is finally there for it it's like boom it'll just happen but um yeah and i and i do like all the manifestors that i do know they really judge them and my friends judge mm-hmm. themselves hard because they're like i want to be in that manic on go producing phase all the time versus realizing you know what mm-hmm. there's long periods in between and that is okay of the quiet and you just like the the sooner you become comfortable with that and accept that that's your process mm-hmm. there you go uh-huh and i think that it lends itself to the purpose you know like a lot of people are so like curious about their purpose and like being in their purpose all the time mm-hmm. and we think that that is about our doing and our actions right but being as restful and as easeful as ungentle as I am with my days and my schedules is equally as purposeful as those days where I am powerful in my creations, in my, you know, messaging, in my outwardly projection of it. It's really all a part of my purpose. And once you accept that and the judgment goes away, everything just kind of melts down and it's like, yes, like that is it. Mm-hmm. Agreed completely. Oh, so good. Um, anything we didn't get to? Anything else that like we need to oh talk about? Oh, we covered. Like, 
Anything I else we're like, about? In case, in case there's anything that I'm like, I didn't touch on that we wanted to touch on, but um, where can everybody find you and, and connect with the whole skin method, all that good stuff? Yes. So you can find me at uh, emilyfernandez.com. You can also find us on Instagram at the.whole.skin.method. Uh, yeah, that's really it. I mean, you'll find all the other things once you get there. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's really it's where the home is. It's where our place is. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. What a cool space for for the aesthetics community to yeah, go start learning about all the all the amazing stuff. So awesome. Well, Emily, thank, thank you, of course, for being here with me today. Finally getting it getting it done, right? There's the manifestor thing. It's like it's there. We'll, we'll get it's there it. when it's ready. It's the right there time. when it's ready. I know. I'm like, you just it. you just give it up. We surrender to those to those things um, just to happen when they're supposed to happen. But yay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. I and thank it. you everyone for joining us. And um, of course, until next time, have a beautiful day.